This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. We begin with a heartbreaking situation that highlights an issue that is very personal for me, and that is the lack of options and the lack of good treatment for pancreatic cancer. Our listeners will know that I am one of very few long-term survivors, but pancreatic cancer is the only cancer with a survival rate that is still in the single digits. Hector McMillan is the mayor of Trent Hills. He was diagnosed with advanced pancreatic cancer in January and given a tough prognosis. He says he's found a possible treatment in the United States called NanoKnife that may buy him more time. But OHIP won't pay for it, and the mayor says the Ontario government is sentencing him to die. Mayor McMillan joins me now. Hello, Mayor McMillan. Hello, Libby. Great to talk to you. Great to talk to you. First of all, how are you feeling? Today's a pretty good day. Um, and realistically, I, I am living a, a relatively normal lifestyle, but they say it won't last for long. Uh, well, uh, thank goodness that you are feeling well and that you're living a normal lifestyle. You've had some very strong words for the Ontario government. Fill us in. Yeah, I sure did, and I still do. Um, my belief is that the uh, the process to apply for out-of-country funding is rigged that the applicant should fail before they even pick up a pen. The questions that are asked of the referring doctor force him to uh, check off boxes that um, gives the OHIP uh, gives OHIP uh, an out to fund you, such as calling it experimental, simply because it's not done in Ontario. Well, and, well, it is. Uh, wait, it it is experimental in that there have not been any large studies, multi-site studies uh, that that show it, and certainly not for um, advanced pancreatic cancer. Well, this is where it gets complicated. I am not technically a stage four cancer patient any longer. I no longer have cancer on both sides of the diaphragm. I did have, and I no longer do, and a PET scan performed recently in Ottawa proves that. Yeah, um, I'm very glad to hear that that uh, you've had a shrinkage of the cancer. Uh, but generally speaking, like conventional medicine says, once it's stage four, um, it's stage four, which means it's spread. What did the doctor tell you, uh, in, the doctor in Kentucky, about um, wh- how did he explain this might help you? Um, he said that he's seen a lot of people, he's uh, a lot of patients. He's done over 250 surgeries and that I'm one of the more healthier people he has seen. And to cut to the chase, I asked him, what's my prognosis? And he said, we've been doing it since 2008, eight years. I can't give you any longer than that. However, I will tell you five, seven plus years. 
And he says, this is not experimental. And I've just got an email from Dr. Matthias Berth in Germany yesterday. Mm-hmm. And there's videos of him right online. And he specifically says, this is no longer experimental. It's working. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ontario has denied the claim. Uh, it, there's an appeal process, isn't there? Well, there is, and it can be just as frustrating. Um, I did mount an appeal, got all my information together. And similar to the way MPAC used to be, uh, I have to prove to them why their decision was uh, incorrect and make reference to uh, rules and regulations and, and legislation and so on. And um, upon that, when you finish it, you fax it into Toronto to the appeal board, and you also fax it to OHIP in Kingston, and the phone number that they list right on the top of the forms has been disconnected. Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, yeah, you get a, a Bell Canada recording saying the number you're trying to reach is out of service. So uh, it was a long weekend with that frustration. And um, as of uh, this week now, um, I did receive a phone call from the appeal uh, board in, uh, from the Health and Safety's Review Board in Toronto and uh, stating they had received it, and they have finally assigned a file number to it because that process can take two to three weeks alone, and uh, that they were passing it to OHIP in Kingston on my behalf. Uh, They found it quite shocking that OHIP's uh, fax number was out of date. Um, I gather you have a conference call with the Ministry of Health tomorrow? That's the first step of the appeal. It's a case conference uh, tomorrow at 1 o'clock, and... um, uh, a member of the uh, of, of OHIP, a uh, staff manager from OHIP, myself, and a facilitator on behalf of the uh, review board will have a case conference to see if we can sort things out to get prepared for the, the actual appeal hearing. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it, it, it is uh, obviously a very cumbersome process. Well, especially when you're on a short string and you know better than anyone what that's like. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, in the meantime, um, you have uh, um, you have a GoFundMe campaign. Uh, so how is that doing? Um, I spoke to our fire chief this morning and uh, who's uh, helped to put all that together, and uh, I believe it's now around 30 Five or thirty-six thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And what's the cost of this treatment? From Kentucky, it's uh, three hundred and twenty. Uh, well, upwards of three hundred twenty. Upwards of three hundred and twenty. And and tell me something. Do they need all that money up front? Would they uh, take a down payment on this? I I have not been able to negotiate any deals with them other than that. So and, usually uh, you need all the money up front. That's my understanding. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, so this is something just for people who have uh, very big means. Wow. Did you try to negotiate something with them? Yeah, I. we can't even get an actual firm price um, because of the potential length of the surgery, because of the potential length of the hospital stay. They said that their their normal practice is to give the answer that it would be, to be prepared to spend upwards of 250000 U.S., Wow. Wow. You have, uh, to stay, you have to stay in Louisville for a minimum of two weeks after being in the hospital for eight days. Now, you mentioned uh, a doctor in Germany. Have you looked into doing this in Germany? I'm, I'm working up a, a backup plan right now. And uh, 
it's like starting all over again. Um, I, I have to send copies of all my history, my records, my CT scans, PET scans, package all that up and, and send that by courier, which I'm working on right now. Um, I've got to get I've got to get more copies of the PET scan. And uh, also another surgeon, uh, Dr. Chabot in uh, New York. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, and a lot of this has come from from other people's experiences, and they're passing this information on to me. Mm-hmm. The fact remains that, that Dr. Robert Martin in Kentucky is a world leader and pioneer in in IRE surgery. Mm-hmm. And uh, part of my appeal, as I've proposed, that uh, the University Health Network grant Dr. Martin hospital privileges for the day, have him come up from Kentucky and do something he also does best. He is he is a professor and, and teaches the technique of, of IRE surgery and um, allow him to perform it here in Toronto and demonstrate it to Dr. Gallinger and Dr. Cleary and all the rest of that crew at the Pancreatic Center and uh, uh, get some hands-on experience on how to do it. And, and I would I would volunteer to be the patient. The patient, yeah. I, I, I've never heard of, of, has anything like that ever happened there? Uh, as a matter of fact, Dr. Martin, there's there's only one other nano knife uh, machine in Canada, and it's in Saskatchewan, and uh, it's been used uh, a limited number of times. Uh, I spoke on the phone this morning to a, a, the only lady, or actually the only patient in all of Canada who has had nano knife in Canada, and she's alive and well, and she had it over a year ago in Saskatchewan, but even they're no longer doing it. But it wasn't for pancreatic cancer. Well, it, they're using, uh, in Toronto, they've been using it at minimal use for uh, liver. Right. I, I did watch uh, Dr. Martin. Uh, I did look up his results. And uh, just for the record, his his results uh, showed a... Uh, an average, a median survival improvement of a year or so for people with stage three. So that means their survival improved from about one year to two years. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so that's that that result is is not quite as uh, breathtaking as as what you were um, quoting me there. Um, well, I've, I've been told in Canada that I'm out on the far end of the right hand end of the curve, which means. That- well, the average of, of patients who who pass after they've been diagnosed, that I'm I'm well beyond the average of of that estimated time. That's uh, that's uh, great news. That's great and, news. And and that was that was part of Dr. Martin's uh, impression as well. And he said that's why he expects to be able to give me such a great prognosis. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just, just to finish up your other question, Dr. Martin did. Uh, oversee the operation uh, for this lady in Saskatchewan. He he came up to Saskatchewan from Kentucky, so it's been done. It's been done, and she had pancreatic cancer. Yes, ma'am. Uh huh. Interesting. Interesting. So these are all very novel ideas here. Um, you know, I I uh, was checking around, and I gather that uh, there is a possibility that there might be a trial for pancreatic cancer with this, but that would be something that would be quite a long way off if it happens. Well, well I, I didn't hear that. Um, and, and the interesting part of this is that it's licensed in Canada and in the U.S. for soft tissue treatment. Right. It's just that they avoid using the word surgery, even though they are doing it. 
they're actually performing it. They're not using the word surgery in the United States. They are performing it. Uh, so it seems to be something to do with uh, approval of, of the use of the, the technique and the machine. Mm-hmm. What I did what I did see on a report last night done by Eva Savrol, she, she's done some research, and there was an interview there with a, uh, Dr. Larry White at the, at the UHN, and he said that they're waiting to do uh, some research on this, um, some actual uh, clinical trials, and that they only need $200,000 to do that research, to do the study. Mm-hmm. Well, it's that, it, that blew me away. Well, it, it's it's I, I I believe it is under discussion, and uh, I don't know that the two hundred thousand dollars would would be, they need the two hundred thousand dollars? That would be the impediment. They have to go through all these hoops to get it cleared by an ethics board. Then they have to accrue patients. So it's just that um, the timeline for that is is not short. I I get that and have been in the business of, of making policy for the last 13 years, I know there's ways to expedite things when it's the right way to do. They've got a patient, and I'm sitting here right talking to you now, and I'm sure there's lots more in Ontario that, I know there are, there's lots more in Ontario who would gladly get in line uh, to be a test patient. For $200,000, that's almost insulting to just sit back and let us die instead well, of giving us a chance. Well, those are all very interesting ideas. Um, Mayor, we wish you all the very, very best, and I hope that you'll keep us posted on your efforts to make this happen. Well, I can guarantee you it's going to be a while yet before they hear the end of me. Uh, You have a lot of fight in you yet, and uh, again, we wish you the very best of luck. Thanks so much for uh, having me on. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Bye now. Bye-bye. Okay, we are going to take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we'll be talking to Lori Ellis, the co-founder of Pancreatic Cancer Canada, for uh, her perspective on uh, this whole issue. Before we go, the numbers to call if you have something to say, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740, back after this. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Well, we've been talking to Trent Hill's mayor, Hector McMillan, uh, about his bid to get a treatment that is available in the United States for his pancreatic cancer. OHIP is not going to fund it. At least that's what they say at this point. The numbers to call if you would like to weigh in on this, 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-744-740. And uh, we now go to Lori Ellis, who is the co-founder of Pancreatic Cancer Canada. Hi, Lori. Hey, hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? Pretty good, thanks. Well, we are reaching Lori uh, at, at a fundraiser to try to fund more pancreatic cancer research, which is obviously uh, something that we need. Um, Lori, you're familiar with uh, Mayor Hector McMillan's story. What is your take on it? My take is um, being diagnosed so late, like so many patients with pancreatic cancer, I can understand his 
willingness to explore all different opportunities to try and find the magic bullet. But the reality with this disease, unfortunately, is there's so few treatment options because of the funding situation we have. And, you know, I encourage him to continue to fight. And But with stage four, the options and the real, harsh reality is there are very few uh, treatments that will pull or become a cure. I guess that's the best way to say it. Well, the, the, the particular treatment that he's referring to, um, mm-hmm. uh, he said the doctor uh, said that he could get um, more years of life. Uh, but uh, when I did see the doctor's results, uh, he said that for stage three, it, it doubled survival to an average of 24 months. Now, an average is an average, and the mayor was telling us that he is an outlier, which is very good news. It is. That is very good news. You know, there are uh, treatment options right now that we've really embraced in the pancreatic cancer community with the introduction of some uh, new therapies for advanced that have also been proving to improve overall survival, and in fact, doubling it to from six to eight somewhere to the same length of time, which would be anywhere from, you know, let's say a year to two years. And and what but are those treatments? One of them is fulfirinox. I believe the mayor was on fulfirinox. I think so it, he, it shrank his tumor, one of them. It's It's been a very aggressive uh, treatment for shrinking tumors. But in the other one is a, con- it's a combination of gencetamine and abraxane. Mm-hmm. And it's not as toxic, but it's having similar results. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the original uh, clinical trial, I remember for fulfirinox, it increased uh, survival by by about four months. That's correct. Yeah. So and we... they're saying they're they're finding now patients that are uh, pushing to six months to eight months. It it's. Um, I think personalized medicine is the, is the new direction of how they're going to be treating patients, which makes a lot of sense when they're going to be treating it based on their genetic makeup. But Falfirinox has had uh, great results in comparison to just gencetamine on its own, which was the standard of treatment before 2011. Now, the mayor says, uh, he says that OHIP requires people to jump through way too many hoops, and he says there are people who say the treatment is not experimental, even though those are the grounds that OHIP uh, turned him down. I'm not a medical expert, but in Canada, I believe that the nano knife surgery is still relatively new, and it's still in experimental stages. Uh-huh. And, and in particular for uh, pancreatic tumors, they have not had any results from trials that shows that it has really been effective for stage four and uh, metastatic, advanced pancreatic cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, he appears to be in, in uh, remission, um, which is very good news That's for him. so positive. I'm so glad to hear that. It is such a tough situation, you know, when you're, when you're running out of options and, and you see something that you think may be able to to buy you more time. It's, it, it is such a heartbreaking, tragic situation. It is, and I understand you really are grasping for that last straw. You're really looking for anything that will prolong your overall survival. And I can see his passion. If this has worked in other countries, I can see why he is exploring it as an option. But in Canada right now, it is still relatively new. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but it, it, what he's trying to do, obviously, is, is to get OHIP to, to fund treatment in the United States or, as he said, mm-hmm. an option. I've, I've never heard of this happening, but who knows, uh, to bring the doctor here to perform it. That's right. I've never heard of it either. Yeah, it's uh, um, it's it's uh, hard to imagine that the medical establishment uh, takes to uh, such a, a very novel idea. But but you never know. He said it happened no, in Saskatchewan. There, we go. There's always uh, protocols and things that are breaking news, and there may be maybe an opportunity for him. But uh, no, I my heart just goes out to the mayor and to his family and to the constituents who obviously he's a beloved mayor, and they're all fighting on his behalf. Yeah, that's right, and it's um, uh, it's it's a really tough situation. When uh, I mean, in in the United States, they they want more than three hundred thousand dollars up front. I mean, up front, not even a down payment will do. I I just find that. And, well, I, and sadly, there are no guarantees. Well, of course, there are no this guarantees. Is going to be a cure or to pro- give him that extra time, and that's what's. It's, it's such a challenging disease. Well, th- there's no guarantees with anything in life. That's but, true. But, but um, you know, again, you know, having to come up with sums like that in advance, I, I find that, frankly, I mean, shocking. Yeah, I know. Anyway, and Lori, I've... sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. It's, uh, I just didn't know if you had uh, any other uh, comments. I just wanted to sort of say this is... A case like the mayor's is why we so desperately at Pancreatic Cancer Canada are fighting and advocating for increased funding because there just are so few options. And if there was more funding, maybe this clinical trial could be opportunities for the nano knife in the future. But right now, I know we're basically funding the, the best research that our MAB is uh, telling us about. Okay, that's a medical advisory board, and and uh, as correct. I said, they're made up of experts across Canada. As as I said, I did hear that there is starting to be some discussion about doing a trial for that, but that is a a long term thing. I agree, Lori, but very encouraging. Yes, and uh, again, we wish we wish the mayor all the best, Lori. Oh, we thank definitely you. do, and to keep fighting, keep fighting, and uh, Lori, thanks very much. Oh, my pleasure, Libby. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.